as I was two days in of being sick, deeply struggling with this difficult relationship I shared about earlier, really trying to release and not identify with and love these old challenging feelings with my in-laws coming up, I was reminded in Mount Lemon, Arizona at a gift shop by Debbie the Rainbow Lady, you can't sink a rainbow. Welcome home to the Tiny Hat Energy Podcast. My name is Amanda and my commitment is to be radically vulnerable as I share my story, energy, and love with the intention it will help you as you journey through life. I am on a mission to help create a new world of love where space is saved for everyone's tiny hat energy. My name for the energy present when we embody our most loving, vulnerable, and authentic self. Together, we will walk through both immense suffering from trauma, addiction, incarceration, grief, and mental health, and immeasurable joy from overcoming suffering, finding my tiny hat energy, and living once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Every moment of my life has been a gift from grace calling me home to my natural state of love. After almost taking my life in a desperate attempt to stop suffering, I finally woke up and answered that call. I welcome you to join me on this journey of learning, unlearning, healing, and loving. I'm so grateful and humbled that the universe brought you here with me today, and I love you. Namaste, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here with you as always. Thank you for your time and your energy. I am getting over being sick, which I will get into, so if my voice sounds a little bit off, it's still recovering. Today's episode is titled, You Can't Sink a Rainbow. I will get into later where that came from. We're going to talk about rainbows. I'm going to talk about the last two weeks, which we have been back home in Arizona. It's been wild, as always, and get a little bit into some insights and really profound downloads and things that have come to me over this last week around the concept of rainbows and some of the things that I've been going through and hopefully that will resonate with you and will help you as you're going through your journey, whatever challenges you may be facing. I know that it's the holidays right now. I don't personally celebrate holidays. I do save space for that is tough for some people. You may be seeing a lot of family like we are that you don't see on the day-to-day. That's really what the essence of this entire episode is, is through those challenges and through those things you may be going through, you are a rainbow and you can't sink a rainbow. And when you can remember that essence and connect with some of these messages I'm going to share today, you become this blissful, invincible superhero. I started this episode saying namaste. I love that word so much. I'm definitely greeting with that from now on. If you don't know what that word means, it's a greeting that means the divine light in me honors the divine light in you. And that is so true. We all have that divine light in us and I honor that in you. So namaste. Let's get started. The last two weeks have been exhausting and magical. We have not been together back home in our hometown more than a few days in the entire four and a half years that we've been gone. Coming back for two weeks is a really long time, and there were a lot of things that were coming out of this trip. I was set up to meet up with my family member that I have not been speaking to for the last few months, and we were set to meet up and spend some time with my in-laws, which is a very new and developing relationship. It really has brought such a duality and polarity, if you will, of beautiful experiences and challenging experiences. When we first got to Arizona, we actually went to Phoenix, 
we got the opportunity to see some of our friends. And so that was a great way to transition into coming back to Arizona. We had this beautiful transition and then we get to Tucson. We had the blessing and the opportunity to spend a bunch of time with my in-laws and my brother-in-law. And it was awesome. Honestly, it went as great as could be expected. We all got to go hiking together and, you know, share meals together and play a lot of games together. We went to Mexico to visit his grandparents together. It's really beautiful because it's this like beautiful rainbow on this seven, seven and a half year dark spell of, you know, not having a relationship at all, not talking. It's really impacted the family. And so we were not able only to provide that healing for ourselves and for them, but for the rest of the family. And I just feel really good about it. I share this with one really important message. If there is someone in your life who you think you're never going to be able to heal or have a relationship with that person or find common ground. There is no amount of pain and suffering and distance and separation that love and connection and healing can't repair. I hope that that provides you hope, that you know that seven and a half years, no relationship, no communication, and here we are hanging out, hiking, going to dinner, it went really well. And so that was this really beautiful closing of a chapter for us. And it brought up a lot of gunk. You know, Eric described it as like all of the sludge at the bottom of the cup that's been kind of sitting and solidifying down there for all of these years. We talk about it a lot on our podcast, especially in our intro series. This was our core trauma of our relationship right from the get-go. It caused a lot of our separation. It caused a lot of our dishonesty. It caused a lot of our fighting. And it was just this really tumultuous time. It did bring up a lot of old patterns and wounds and traumas to be released and loved and transmuted. It was tough for me. In the first few days was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? It's so easy for the mind and the ego to be like, these people have hurt you. You shouldn't pursue this. Like, you don't need this in your life. Like, these were all of the egoic, unhelpful thoughts that were coming up. That's not from love. And that's not the mission that we're on in trying to heal. And when someone shows up authentically and lovingly and says, okay, I want to work on this, it was actually really easy to want to be around them and want to spend time with them. I'm just very grateful for them. I'm very grateful for this family and for us and all the healing we were able to provide. The other big thing that came of being here was meeting up with one of my family members. After several months of pretty much entirely being no contact, I really believed that I could do enough healing work that I could get to a place where I was so love and so light and so healed and so untriggerable and whole and complete and loving myself that there was nothing that anyone could do or say to impact that. What I've realized through this last week is that is true and you can be all of those things and still not desire a relationship with someone because it doesn't serve your highest good or it doesn't respect your boundaries or it doesn't honor you. You don't typically want a relationship with someone who's so far from you. If you don't have the same beliefs, you don't have the same values, if you don't have those things, it is tough to have an authentic, deep bond 
because at that point it feels like you're only having a relationship because it's a family member and you feel like you have to. And so I had been grappling with that and, you know, meeting with this person, I really went into it seeking love and seeking healing. I showed up as my authentic self and the next morning I woke up so sick. You know, sickness is spiritual. It's the body's way of sending you messages and processing toxins and processing emotional toxins. And this was very much an emotional sickness. I was very aware that my body was physically manifesting tough emotional things that were coming up again. And then I realized almost immediately, I'm not speaking my truth. I'm doing this because I feel like I should not because I want to. Because when I'm honest with myself and I really come down to the core of my essence, this person is not kind and loving to me. This person does not have healthy behaviors. I realized by not speaking that truth, I got sick. And this sickness was completely centered around right there in my throat chakra. I spent this last week being sick and recently came to the realization of I have to speak this honest truth. Right around then, I had, you know, other family members coming to me and sharing things that this person had been saying and doing and and spreading about me and that I'm on drugs again and I'm in a cult. I have worked really hard for my recovery and my sobriety and my next episode is actually going to be about healing my addiction and my experience recently with that being completely healed. I will have nine years clean in a month and a half, and that journey was treacherous in the beginning, and I have nine years almost without heroin and meth and needles and the life that I came from of prison and addiction and being on the streets and the misery that was that. Anyone can tell I'm not on drugs. The way that Eric explained it to me is like, The mind and the ego is so brainwashed by governments and politics and religion and society to live in fear, not a love state, which is our natural state and our conscious state and our divine state, which is the state that I try to exist in and the state that I have deeply sought this year. And so when we're living in a fear state, it's so afraid of seeing someone so vastly different and so healthy, and so healed, and so happy, that the only logical explanation is they must be on drugs. And for someone to go from being completely asleep and shut down to God and spirituality and all that is the divine, whatever you call that, source, creator, etc., to go from that place of unconsciousness and partying, and I had fake nails, fake hair, fake makeup, fake clothes, constantly going out, constantly you know, posting egoic things on social media, materialism, escapism, all of the things that I've shared about. I went from that in a month's time, you know, having a massive spiritual awakening to love and God and light and spirituality and chakras and meditation and crystals and all of those beautiful things. I'm not really sure how an online academy for spiritual growth is a cult or how people would even think that. Go look at Aaron Abke's YouTube and Instagram. Go look at 4D University. It's literally a seven-month program aimed at helping you expand your consciousness, at learning how to meditate, at learning how to master your ego. The mind is so in fear that that's the only thing that it can come up with. And so hearing that this is like still being said and still being perpetuated, or was even being said and perpetuated at all, really brought me to a place of, This is not in alignment with who I welcome into my life. I have worked deeply hard on 
letting go of relationships that were not aligned and that didn't honor me and honor my boundaries and honor the beautiful person that I am today. We had a 2023 summary, 2024 visioning call for, for our academy we're in. And that was one of the, the first questions was, what was your biggest growth area this year? And without even skipping a beat, I said, self-love. I love myself wholly and completely. I am exactly as God's source creator designed me to be, as are you. I was kind of already sitting with those things when I shared some feelings with this person, which was, I'm going to take some more time to think and sit with myself and see if and how I can show up authentically and wholly. And when I shared that, the response was exactly what led me to that place. It wasn't acceptance. It wasn't support. It wasn't even neutrality. I was called several names. Once again, here you are cutting down the core of my essence. That is not okay. That is not welcome in my life. And we need to normalize that is not love. That is unhealed trauma. It was a really big lesson for me to speak my truth and honor my boundaries as always. I've released it and I feel okay about it. And the way that I chose love, that's all you can do is you can love them, you can pray for them, you can wish them the best and trust the process and just know that whatever's meant to be will be in the future. So that's kind of what's been going on these last two weeks. We have been seeing family. We have been exploring our hometown. It's so interesting to be back here for such a long chunk of time as our conscious selves and with our home. Our home is right here outside my grandfather's house as I'm recording this. We head back to San Diego tomorrow and I am stoked. I miss it. I am ready to say goodbye to the desert for now. I'm so excited to spend New Year's there and just have this beautiful new year that's going to be incredible. I have an episode planned for the end of the year that's going to be reflections of 2023 and visioning for 2024 where I'm going to talk about this last year and next year because big things are coming. We think we have found our property in Northern California. It is big, hundreds of acres. And we're moving into the phase of making that happen. We have massive clients coming up, a life-altering project, and my ministry is about to go full steam ahead. So that episode will come. But getting back in today's episode, I am ready to talk about rainbows. And it's interesting because I, my entire life, have not been a colorful person, a rainbow person. And the only reason I even got into rainbows was because of pride. Rainbows are the bridges between the spiritual and physical planes. They represent spiritual ascension and they signal hope. They signal new beginnings. They signal transformation. And biblically, they're associated with God's protection. Rainbows really started to be a big part of my life this last two years as my spiritual journey really kicked off at the start of 2022. The original tiny hat, as you know, is a rainbow tiny hat. And it's the logo of this podcast. I have just really started to incorporate rainbows. The logo for my business, Loving Consciously, now Loving Consciously Ministries, is a rainbow tree of life. It's something that's really been near and dear to my heart. And so my partner and I were 
on Mount Lemmon, which is a big mountain in Tucson, where we're from, and it's a really special and significant place in our relationship from seven plus years ago. And so we went up there to revisit that connection. We took the dogs up there. I was looking for crystals and we found this little gift shop called the Living Rainbow Gift Shop. And this wonderful woman named Debbie, the Rainbow Lady, owns this shop. And I walked in by myself. And these days when I am really, really walking in alignment, I am told that I have a very whimsical and angelic aura to me and people feel really drawn to that and they kind of look at me funny out in public and I have really divine and mystical interactions because I'm so conscious and present. I'm just laser locked in. Nothing is going on in my mind. My mind is quiet and I'm here with you. I'm listening to you. I'm looking you in the eyes. Like most people aren't present like that and so when you encounter someone like that I know when I used to it was like whoa who is this person what is happening right now they're actually like here and so I walked in and already I could tell that energy in my presence was felt by this person I asked her if she had any crystals and she said well no not those kind of crystals but I have rainbow crystals and I was like what are rainbow crystals And she, I was looking at this one. It's now hanging next to my face right here in the RV. I was looking at it and she takes it over to the window and she says, let me show you. And the sun hits it and these crimson, purple, magenta, not normal rainbows blast onto the wall. This woman looked like she saw a ghost and she said, that's unusual. And I said, what do you mean that's unusual? And she said, I have been doing this and working with these and making these for 40 years. And this is the second most unusual rainbow I have ever seen come out of one of these. She said, I think you better take this. And I said, I think I better. So we go up to the counter and we start talking and I show her my business card with the rainbow tree of life. And it was a really beautiful interaction. And Debbie gifted me these rainbow crystals. And if you don't know what rainbow crystals are, they're those kind of colorful crystals. You hang them near the sun and then they blast rainbows. And so I now have rainbows blasting all over my RV and beautiful, not normal looking rainbows. And I'm so grateful because in that moment, as I was two days in of being sick, deeply struggling with this difficult relationship I shared about earlier, really trying to release and not identify with and love these old challenging feelings with my in-laws coming up. I was reminded in Mount Lemmon, Arizona at a gift shop by Debbie the Rainbow Lady, you can't sink a rainbow. That is her tagline for her gift shop. And how magical rainbows are and that in the refraction of light god source creator has given us this beautiful image and and symbolism and metaphysical meaning and it's right there always for us to see right after the storm comes a beautiful rainbow and man is that what's happening right now you know this last week has been a lot and we go back tomorrow we go go back to life big things are happening I'm starting my book Eric starting this revolutionary design project that our business just took on and the ministry and the property that we've found and working on solidifying the funding for that and these are big things and That's the rainbow. 
that's the rainbow after these little bits of storm. Like, I just allowed my body to do what it needed to do and be sick. I allowed this relationship to do what it needed to do to sunset. I allowed the relationship with my in-laws to do what it needed to do to start finding connection. It's this just living message of rainbows are our hope. Rainbows are representing new beginnings and transformation. The reality is not everyone's going to resonate with that. Not everyone's going to agree with that. In fact, as God has been preparing me, some people are going to vehemently disagree with it. They're going to attack it. And that's not any of your concern. Like what other people think of you is none of your concern. And I had this amazing dinner with my uncle Daniel. Hey Theo, I told you I would shout you out. And we were explaining to him this dream, this sanctuary, the land, the healing centers, the the ministry, the, the spiritual ascension, all of it. And he was locked in and he was super interested and he had a ton of really good questions. And one of the questions he asked towards the end was, how do you plan to address the the hate and the anger and maybe even violence like people are going to attack this they are going to feel fear and feel threatened and not agree with it and frankly attack you and I said that's none of my concern there is no me to attack Amanda the person the ego the mind the self the personality I've been working all year to kill that and anytime that I get offended or hurt or, uh, you know, identify with those things. I'm just identifying with my ego. I've left my conscious state. I've gone into ego and I'm giving my power away and I'm not aligned with God because as a sovereign creation of God with, you know, the divine in me, that's the only thing that matters. And so as long as I continue to walk that path, I'm aligned and I can go to bed at night, calm and peaceful and blissful. Some things that have come to me this week that may be helpful for you is permission not to know. Permission not to know what the future looks like. Permission not to know how you are going to heal this relationship. Permission not to know what it looks like when you say goodbye to someone or when you set a boundary. What does it look like to honor that? We always have the permission not to know. It's okay not to have the answers. You don't need to have all the answers. You never want to delay yourself or hold yourself back or keep yourself in a situation or a relationship or a place in your life that is not serving you just because you don't know what it's going to look like. You don't know what's going to come of it. All we can do is live in the now make the best, healthiest, most loving decisions for ourselves and others that we can, and trust the process. So if there's something difficult you're going through, I personally am telling you, you have permission not to know. You don't have to know. And so if you needed to hear that, I'm telling you, here's permission to not know whatever that thing in the future you're thinking about is. We only have the now, and the more that you live in the future, the more that you steal your present moment and your peace. The other thing that's come up for me is touching with awareness is growth. This touching with awareness is growth has come up a lot for me because it's really easy to be like, 
I messed up again, like I fell out of alignment, I didn't meditate, or I said this thing, or I didn't speak my truth, and look what happened, I got sick. When you realize that that has happened, that's called awareness, and that's called touching with awareness, and that's growth. It's like this analogy of if you, you know, say, I'm not going to smoke anymore, and you quit smoking, and then you slip up and you have a cigarette, and then you're like, damn it, why did I do that? I messed up, like, I've ruined it all, I started smoking again. As long as you quit again, you won. Sitting there and beating yourself up over something, if you said something or you did something, especially when it's involved with family, especially around the holidays, whatever you're going through, it's okay. If you did it, it happened. It's not a mistake. It's an opportunity for growth. There are no mistakes. There are only opportunities for growth. And so if you're touching something with awareness and choosing again to do it, you're quitting for the thousandth time, awesome. That's growth. In summary here, I really want to come back to these rainbows. Aren't they beautiful? Isn't it so magical that we have this little messenger from whatever you believe and whatever you call the divine to show us the light and show us the beautiful array of color that exists in this world. I'm so grateful for my sight. I'm so grateful that I can see these rainbows in this rainbow crystal. I'm so grateful for that experience and just the reminders that came of that. And knowing that you can't sink a rainbow, reminding me I'm a freaking rainbow and you can't sink that because I'm of God, you're of God, we're all of God, and you can't sink that. There is absolutely no one and nothing, no experience, no place, no person, no relationship, no trauma, no opportunity for growth, absolutely nothing in this entire existence of this universe of infinite possibilities that can possibly take your light away. And that's what you can't sink a rainbow means to me. You cannot take someone's light away. Something really impactful that was said to me by this person was, you ruined my Christmas. And my first immediate thought on that is, I literally can't do that. We're the creators of our own reality. It really comes back to what I'm saying here of, no one can steal your light. No one can make you have a bad day. No one can make you feel anything. You can choose at any moment of your life, happiness. You can choose, and this isn't like, well, screw them, I'm going to have a good day. No, this is like inherently knowing in your being because you've healed and you've done the work that you are light. You are a rainbow. And so there's nothing that anybody can ever do to ruin anything for you. You're creating your own reality. And so create the reality of love. Create the reality of light. Create the reality of healing. Create the reality of healthy boundaries. Create the reality of beautiful, rich, and fulfilling experiences. That's what we're on this earth to do. And as much as we all, you know, would love to love everyone and have beautiful relationships with everyone, at some point, you have to take into account where the other person is and if that's possible. So all of this in summary is to say, again, if I can't say this enough, you are a rainbow you are light, you have the divine light in you, we all do, and that cannot be sunk. It cannot be taken away, no matter how many hiccups you have, no matter how many times you have to start over again, no matter what someone says to you, let them think you're crazy. Obviously, you're doing something right. Let them think whatever they want. Those opinions, they're not yours, they're not yours to worry about, and I'm here to tell you, 
anything is possible. I'm so grateful for the time that we spent here in Arizona. I'm so grateful for friends and family, new and old, asking the tough questions, allowing us into their lives again with open arms and grace. And while those awakened and healed and authentic versions that we bring are our true selves, our higher selves, the selves that were always there underneath all of the fear and shame and guilt and trauma and pain and unhealthy patterns and unconsciousness, they welcomed us. And I'm just so grateful that we got to show that to people, that we got to be our true selves and our true nature. I'm so grateful for rainbows. I'm so grateful for light. I'm so grateful for love. And whatever you're going through right now, my challenge to you is find a rainbow. Whatever it is in your experience, find something to remind you of the light, your own personal rainbow, whether it's a physical object or quote or a song or a place or a meditation. Find something that helps you remember the light because Every time the sun shines through the window of my RV and catches this beautiful heart-shaped rainbow crystal dangly thing that Debbie the Rainbow Lady gave me and I see rainbows casted all across the walls of my RV, I'm going to remember the light. I'm going to remember the divinity in myself. I'm going to honor it no matter what that looks like. I am going to honor that for me because honoring it for me means I honor it for you. And even if someone can't see what that is right now or can't understand, they can't possibly see your love and your light, it still exists. So go out there and be a rainbow for someone else. Go spread that love and light, and I will see you all here soon.